Welcome to uh, Zane Lovell's podcast. Uh, welcome to Under the, Under the Radar. I'm joined here with uh, Bob Everett, who is a retired police captain from the Dover, Ohio Police Department. Uh, he's currently a school resource officer as a Stark County Deputy Sheriff for the Plain Local Schools in three ele- elementary buildings since August of 2018. He's also a auxiliary officer for the New Philadelphia Police Department, which he has been since 2011. And he was also a police officer in Nevada for five years from 2006 to 2011. Now, we're going to be covering uh, maintaining a positive connection with the people, uh, police use of force, and how people consider it police brutality. And then uh, dealing with uh, Antifa or Black Lives Matter. So, uh, Bob, how yes, do sir. you, what is your, uh, I guess, say on like the whole, like police use of force, like people saying it's too, too much whenever they, like, somebody has like a mental disability and stuff like that. Uh huh. Um, well, well, first, let me uh, let me get into uh, thanking you for uh, selecting me, and and uh, although I didn't, uh, I honestly didn't uh, in, intend for you to read a resume. I do appreciate it, and no problem. For, for, no, that's all right. But for those that are listening, that that adds up to a lot of years of law enforcement. In fact, in fact, in June it'll be forty years I've been wearing a uniform. So let's hope that that my answers are pretty, uh, uh, pretty, uh, matter of fact, pretty much to the point. And you realize because of my age and all my time, I don't have a lot of, uh, uh, patience for people who defy the law purposely and think that there should be no repercussions. So, but let me, let me get started on your, your questions. And you, you basically want to know, uh, at least the first question was, how do I, or what, what's my feeling about what's going on? Is that, is that it? Yeah. In a, in a nutshell, is it, you, you mean all over the whole country, what's going on? The, the, I mean, the young yeah, grass? Like, yeah. Practically just like the past, like since like May, since like the whole. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I think, and I'm, I'm going to try not to use uh, uh, words that I probably shouldn't use since we're probably going to play this and we'll be in public or whatever, but. Uh, to put it bluntly, I think it's a lot of BS. Um, I, I don't mind if people protest peacefully. I think that's mm-hmm. fine. That's what that's what our forefathers wanted. Let's face it, they protested back uh, to gain independence from England, and that's basically what they did. Of course, then they went to war. But but you know, protest has been known throughout this country forever. And when we have a problem, we have to make sure people know. The thing I have a problem with is harming and hurting innocent people that had nothing to do with why you're protesting. In fact, what in the world are we doing burning buildings, looting buildings, uh, destroying private property, um, actually in some instances hurting people, uh, committing assault, felonious assault, uh, causing mayhem, and everything that goes with it. We've all seen the TV reports, although you know a lot of the media unfortunately uh, wanted to keep it low keyed to a point where, you know, it, it was, I know it was all over the media, but they, they didn't want to say, uh, you know, they don't want to give the accurate representation 
uh, of everything. Yeah. This all stems from, from what I understand. Let's face it. This all stems from from uh, a couple of different incidents prior to, but the biggest one, the George Floyd uh, incident in Minneapolis. You know, um, whether anyone wants to agree or not, let's face it. That guy, was a, that guy was a bad guy. Uh, uh, did he deserve what happened? No, I don't believe he deserved what happened. Had I have been there, I can absolutely unequivocally assure anyone listening or anyone that knows me should know this. I would have not stood there and allowed somebody to cut off circulation, cut off the airway, cut off anything on anyone's neck. I don't care if they're pink, brown, black, orange, or purple. You aren't going to do that. I'm standing there and I'm not going to be a part of it. So if I would have had to shove this guy, if I'd have had to threaten this guy to get the hell off of him, whatever I would have had to do, uh, steps I would have had to take, even if he was senior to me, even if he was twice my size, anything I would have had to do to keep somebody alive, whether they're a bad guy or not, uh, that's that to me goes out the window when we're talking about somebody dying. Yeah, of course. So, so to put it bluntly, in that incident, uh, that absolutely wouldn't have happened in the way it did if I'd have been there and could have controlled it. Now, if I couldn't have controlled it, that's a different story. But there's yeah. no way I would stand there and watch somebody do something like that. Um, but yeah. I, I believe that most of this stemmed from that. And, of course, that may have been the original uh, uh, problem that they wanted to deal with. But to take it out on store owners, property owners, uh, corporate America, like Walmart, Target, CVS Pharmacy, burn buildings, loot, loot. What, what's the sense in, I mean, when did we ever decide in America that it was okay to walk into a building, break windows out, walk into a building and steal? I mean, who's committing the real crime here? Uh, hey, really? really yeah, is, yeah. Of course, he shouldn't have done what he did. And then in all hopes, if he did cause this man to die, then he should be punished because it was wrong. But yeah, to get away sure. from that, what else is wrong is uh, everything going on and the fact that 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 these poor people that have worked their whole lives for the mom and pop stores have to stand there and watch their store being destroyed and, and a theft occurring, and they can't do a thing about it. If they do try to do something, they're leveled with a, a, a shovel or a bat or even get the crap beat out of them by some of yeah. the uh, people that are protesting. This is wrong. And in my opinion, uh, if the police could not have had the manpower or did not have the manpower, the National Guard should have been called in. There should have been live ammo. And the minute you start committing offenses, you're told flat out, given a warning first, here's what we're going to do, folks. You guys start committing crimes. You take a chance of being shot. I mean, yeah. I'm, about, I'm not talking about big crime. I'm not talking about stealing a $50 stereo or something or whatever. I'm talking about yeah. burning a building, busting out windows, uh, starting fires, uh, you know, whatever. You, you start committing those type of offenses, darn it. Or, or let's face it the other way. You start hurting people, attacking them with bats, throwing bricks, throwing bottles, throwing Molotov cocktails at the officers, burning the cruisers. You, you, we shouldn't allow that stuff to go on. Here's what I don't understand. Yeah. Why didn't we call the fire department down and tell them, turn the fire hoses on these people and get them out of here? There's enough pressure in the fire trucks. You could knock anybody clear across the... <laughs> I don't understand why we use the water cannons anymore. Use them. There really wasn't. 
Yeah. You know, there really wasn't much common like common sense. Like we like they try they try to look at it as like if we do anything, it's gonna cause even worse even worse situation. I guess. And it wasn't really like the greatest. Like like what you said is practically to a T of what most people would believe, but they're too scared to say it because everything happening right now. And yeah, okay. that kind of just leads me. Go ahead. Like into the next thing, like the whole like Antifa thing and the Black Lives Matter. Like Antifa is using this like whole Black Lives Matter movement as like a way to get people to start turning against the government. Right. Absolutely. It, yeah. And unfortunately, they're gullible people that fell into the trap. Yes. <laughs> so they want to use this movement, and all of a sudden. You know, all of a sudden, we have people turning on each other. We have neighbors turning on each other. Um, uh, you know, for those that don't know, uh, we reside in a community where I would hope and I would believe that as of right now, there's not much racism here. I think I can. Yes, not at all. Now, uh, I mean, I grew up, um, let's face it, two blocks away from where some uh, African-American families were raised, you know, born and raised. And do you think it bothered me? It didn't bother me at all. I mean, I, my mother taught us years and years and years ago, that just doesn't matter in life. Uh, I'll never forget yeah. that she worked with a lady in the high school cafeteria. And she said, uh, you know, the lady was African-American. And she said, I love Evelyn. I just love Evelyn. And, you know, I learned from the very get-go that this doesn't matter. Now, obviously, I know there are people that that does matter, but um, thank God we were we were born and raised at least in this house that, that that those things don't matter. But but to get to get back to your question and get off my soapbox, uh, <laughs> uh, but I really I I, mean, I got I got example after example. One of the one of the best one take through one of the best examples I can give you. I had to go down to a local bar on a bar fight one night, and it was years ago, obviously. But uh, I had to chase after an African American young man, and of course, that was my younger days. Let's let's fix it. He didn't run too fast. Because I was not 20 years old. But anyway, I got a hold of him, and he he took offense to the fact that, at least from his mouth, not mine, he took offense to the fact that I was white, I guess, and he he would. African-American young man and he wanted to tell me that the only reason I went after him is because he was the black man and that's that was his words not mine again and I said you're wrong you're absolutely wrong and I said I went after you because I said we had witnesses standing there saying you were the other end of the fight and I said so anyway the whole way I had him in the back of the cruiser the whole way to the jail or to the station the jail whole way to the station he was saying nasty, filthy things and, you know, doing the racist remarks. And I was being called mm-hmm. whatever you can imagine. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you something. You're wrong. You're dead wrong about me. You have the wrong guy. You, you don't know me and you don't know what you're talking about. I mentioned at that time, probably three to four people, African-American. And I said, you ask any one of them how I am. You ask them. I said, I'm telling you right now, I encourage you find them and ask them. Now, these were people from Dover that knew me. And I I felt comfortable walking in any home in this city when I was there. Well, I could think I still could walk in, but uh, yeah. I could in then. And uh, anyway, 
fast forward two weeks I'm down at that bar again for another reason and a young man walks up to me and I don't really recognize him to be honest he says hey you remember me and I said not really I can't lie he said well I was the one that you had to arrest a couple weeks ago he says I uh I want you to know something he said I I actually asked two of those people you told me and he says I was wrong he said I'm sorry he said in their wow in their own words they told me you better be damn glad it was him that arrested you because you got a fair shake and that meant a lot to me that meant a lot to me that meant a lot to my career that meant a lot to me as a person and it told me that I don't only you know talk yeah. the talk I try to walk the walk too uh, I'm not perfect I don't yeah. profess to be but for him to find out those words from the folks that I named meant a lot and and that's just one example but anyway back to your question uh, yeah I, I think it's just we're, we're using we're using the unfortunate incident of George Floyd and obviously some others that have now happened since that and we're causing havoc and we're burning buildings and we're looting and we're doing things. And, and of course, like Antifa has now joined the club and, and they're promoting this. And then all of a sudden we have, you know, um, it, it's, it's the black lives matter or, or saying, you know, that, that, that this, that, and the other thing and the discriminatory remarks. And it's just all it's mm-hmm. turned into something that I wish we would have never seen. Um, and I, I just think people need to be arrested. People need to be jailed. People need to be charged. And for for a mayor of a major city to basically, or a prosecutor to dismiss all charges from people, it really sends the wrong message to everybody in this country. It, it really does. And that's what's happened. You know, one of the, either the mayor or the prosecutor, I remember reading it, dismissed all the charges on, on one group of people that were arrested for doing their violating the law i mean i don't arrest somebody because i don't like them i arrest them because they violate the law and yeah and for him to to dismiss charges it's like what what do you think the officers feel like (laughs) you know you you know you go to you go to you go to work you put up with all this you 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 take a chance of getting the crap beat out of you uh, or a bottle in the face or a, a a brick or whatever and you get dismissed charges so where does that put us? You know, what, what, where are we at on this scale? How about how about me? Do I yeah. matter anymore, or, or do I not matter at all? So, it really, yeah, it's just it, the human mind really can't comprehend how bad like it really is because there's so many different like people just keep on throwing different angles at it, and it's like just look at like the basic values of how America was when it first was founded, oh, yeah. and you'll find the answer. Yeah. That's terrible. It really comes down to that. Yeah. And I think, like, like the, the one thing that I guess in my uh, one class at college, our professor was talking about, like, because he was a uh, police chief in, uh, oh. you know, and he said um, the whole, like, blue code or, like, the blue right. line thing with, like, the guys standing there watching. Yeah. yeah. He said that doesn't apply whenever it's somebody. Oh, heck no. No, I concur with him 100%. No. And he, he, you know, it's just I, I just watched the uh, the episode of Chicago PD the other day. 
and uh, yeah, and, and, and the bottom line was there, the, the the black officer on there, and the white uh, there was a white guy that was his partner at the time, not the normal partner, but he basically went into a uh, I think it might have been a crack house or something, and it was it actually ended last season, but it picked back up. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line was this: this uh, this uh, white officer ended up shooting somebody, and he ended up getting shot and killed himself. But he ended up starting the whole thing. Well, the the black officer told the truth and wasn't going to stand there and 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 do what you just said, what the, the chief said. Uh, he wasn't going to stand there and say, "Oh no, 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 he didn't do anything wrong. The other guys all started it." When he could easily could have said that, but he wanted to tell the truth. Well, he was ostracized mm-hmm. by the rest, and. And all of a sudden, he started having things happening to him. And this little groupie was yeah. saying he was not following the blue line. And next thing you know, he, he goes home and he uh, uh, gets a crap beat out of him by peop- by six guys that are hooded. Well, of course, you know who they are. They're officers. And there's a bag of uh, a brick of uh, dope planted in his car. And it's just, it's exactly what that chief just said. You know, he wasn't following the code. Well, the code goes out the window, as far as I'm concerned. When, you know, when when you're talking code to me, and again, remember, I've been in small Mm -hmm. communities, not anything large. But when you're talking code to me, it isn't, let's all stand there so he can violate the law and let me turn my head. The code is, I'm going to take care of him or her and protect them. Uh, and we're all going home at night. I'm not going to let somebody bust them. If if their family needs help, I'm going to run to them. I'm going to be there for them, day or night. They need help. They got a psychological issue. Call me day or night. I'll come running. Now, to me, that's the code. The code isn't mm-hmm. I'm supposed to stand there while you violate the law and watch you. That's that's not me. yeah. And I think that's what people take like they take it the wrong way. Like whenever yeah, they look. Well, that's not me. And there's so much more to it. Yeah, and I certainly don't subscribe to that. If that's the code, that's not the code I subscribe to. Let's put it that way. I mean, yeah, like just people people take or people put words in other people's mouths and it just runs along. It's how day everyday life yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the whole thing amounts to this. Uh, um, I, I have tried my entire career and, and, and sometimes you don't get it accomplished. But I've tried to put the most positive spin on law enforcement that I can do. And, and by saying spin, I don't mean a lie. I mean, honestly, uh, I'll, I'll give you an example today. I was over at New Philadelphia doing auxiliary work, which, by the way, for those that don't know, auxiliary work means basically you're 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 there for free. <laughs> you're, you're not getting paid a dime. And in this day and age, yeah. you almost want to look yourself in the mirror and say, OK, people hate the police for the most part. You take a chance, you're a moving target. Anytime you throw a, a uniform on and you're in a car, are you really dumb enough to go over there for free? You're that dumb. But I, you know, at this point, I enjoy it. So anyway, what I'm getting at, we had a uh, we had a call to do. And I guess I don't want to call it a call, a special detail to do at 9 a.m. There was an eight year old in uh, one of the streets in New Philly and it was his birthday. So we had to line up. We didn't have to, but here's part of this PR thing I'm saying. We lined up at the end of the street, and we came rolling down the street, red lights and siren on, stopped in front of his house. He's out there just, I mean, he's just like uh, grinning from ear to ear. His mom's filming the thing. We're yelling out the car, happy birthday. And and uh, 
I mean, th this this will be remembered by him. And of course, now obviously we have video, and this is something that money can't buy. You cannot. Uh, there's not enough money to pay for PR like that. And these are the things that I think are fun. Yeah, these are the things that make it all worth it. I mean, you know, had something have happened somewhere else in the city, somebody would have broke off or two would have broken off. Or if everybody had to go, we'd have to do this later. So you don't, you don't, you know, you're not shirking your responsibilities. You're doing something that really matters yeah. and it makes a difference in somebody's life. And I think that's why we're there. We're there to make a difference, not only to keep people safe, to protect them, save them, do everything you can do to keep them, you know, keep everybody safe and sound. But you're also there as a public servant. And that's where we we get confused. We have a lot of people anymore that unfortunately they think uh, a police job is, is about a paycheck and a pension. And it's not. Yeah. At least it shouldn't be. It's about public service. It's about mm -hmm. why do you want to be an officer? Because I want to serve the public. I want to be there. I want to do what I can do to protect people and keep people safe. Uh, yeah, okay, it, paychecks are great and pensions wonderful, but that's not the reason I want to be there. I I didn't start I didn't start this thing because I knew that at the end of the rainbow I'd have a pension. I started this thing because I love public service and yeah. wanted to do if I've well, let's face it almost 40 years. If I didn't like public service, would I still be doing it? Especially the free part. Exactly. I was, I was, I was, I was going to say that. I was like, it's more, it's more than just a yeah. paycheck. If you've been yeah. in long. So, and, and I know, and I, and I don't, I don't want to sound that this, this, this whole thing isn't based on my, uh, my resume, but, but what I'm saying is, uh, I, I I could be an exception now. Now, do I really know of anybody else that's crazy enough like me to to do uh, this many years at that many different departments? Uh, probably not. Most people say when when they get their time in, hey, I, I'm done. I'm out of here. I don't want any part of this anymore. I'm done. I'm tired of it. But I just haven't I haven't hit it yet. I just have not hit it yet. And when I hit that time, um, I'll know it. I'll know it. And you know it'll be uh, it'll be time for me to take a hike, but uh, you know I just, yeah. I just don't know when it'll be. I'm you know I, I don't want to go on. I would never be want to be a young uh, young rookie now starting out at least right now because society not everybody you don't you don't really hear from the good people that support you for the most part. All you hear is the big mouse. And those that say that we're filthy and we're rotten and you, the, the, the problem is people, people in, in society themselves don't want to be painted with a white brush or broad brush, but you know what? They have no problem painting me that way. <laughs> you know, you, you don't want to be painted like, uh, anybody that's got a tattoo tattoos up and down their arms are bad, you know? They don't want me to think that of everybody yeah. that's got tattoos up and down their arms. But by the same, why would why are all, all the people that wear blue bad? <laughs> why are we all bad? We're not all bad. Yeah. Are there bad? Are there you know, are there bad ones? Yes, there's bad ones. And do we need to weed them out and get rid of them? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I don't want them around. I don't like them any more than anybody else does because they bring a bad reproach upon everybody. So. Yeah, we need to get yeah. rid of them. Get them out of there. I mean, 
you pra- you practically just <laughs> nailed my next question. I was gonna say like how how do you like you maintain like a positive connection with like the people and you practically just nailed it with like the whole like lining up on the street oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah. I mean people people need to pay more attention to what actually the whole public service yeah the good things yeah 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 are there bad things oh yeah i mean let's face it who else has a job who else is charged with a duty or has a job where you have to arrest somebody and put them in jail there's no other profession other than law enforcement and now whether you're talking law enforcement from municipality to state patrol to uh uh you know uh washington dc like, to the FBI, yeah, like to FBI, the to the Secret the Service, to, you know that's all based under criminal justice, law enforcement, whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, no one else is charged with this. So, so we have to be able to uh, have some good times too. Plus, we have to be able to say, you know, um, hey, we're not all bad. You know, yeah, we have to do the negative things. But like me at the school. It, it's it's a great opportunity and that's why I have fun being there because I am doing everything I can do to make those young K4 students understand number one I'm there to help them keep them safe and number two we're not all bad mm-hmm. we're actually real people <laughs> we're yeah. not all bad yeah like that so exactly it's, you know it is what it is but um, yeah we did we we've got to push the positives and as i've told many young people the pendulum swings right now the pendulum has hit a bad spot and it's kind of stuck in a matter of time i don't know how long but in a matter of time that it'll it'll swing back and we'll once again be okay and you know we're we're never going to be loved by some people that that's just the way it is that's the nature of the job firemen are loved we're hate people love firemen you know let's face it firemen knock a door down and run in your house next thing you know they're baking them a kick and taking it to fire department we knock a knock a door down go in with a search warrant well they shoot us so point point you know (laughs) case in point they love the fire don't pick down a kick but they hate us yes but we have to do the negative thing you know yeah and people seem to just look at like one one bad thing can't outweigh all the good there's yeah it's certainly not supposed to yeah yeah it should not right it should not and unfortunately some people some people uh, allow that to uh you know overshadow everything and and they look at the bad just like the 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 officer in minneapolis the officer wherever the officer here the officer there the officer in portland you know they look at the one bad case and all of a sudden all of us are bad it's just not fair we're not all like we have bad teachers we have bad professors we have bad doctors we have bad lawyers i've seen lawyers go to prison I mean, I've seen him go to prison for embezzlement. Yeah, it's just. I mean, now obviously, lawyer jokes are usually the the crux of the jokes among law enforcement, but you know, yeah, they're they're certainly not all bad. Not at all. So, yeah, it's just it's people like, especially in my generation, we we understand it, but it's the fact that everybody's a follower. 
There's not enough yeah. leaders. Yeah. So it's like one person runs with something, they're gonna agree with them until they're proven wrong. Right. Right. And I, I think that's true. Yeah. I think it's true.